everyone, and welcome back to Book It Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett, and with me, as always, is big time Anthony Hall. Yeah, as if I'm going to get that. Big time. Big time uh, is... Uh, it's currently someone's nickname in WWE. Is it? <laughs> you you know how much we or I watch WWE regularly. Is it uh, Becky Lynch? Yes. Is she big time? <laughs> yes, she's big time Bex. <laughs> it, that's like such a vague nickname. Big time <laughs> Bex. It's on her Titan Tron every single time she comes out. Of all, all the times I've paid attention to her Titan Tron. Um, that's like being like, this person is real deal. This person is incredibly impressive. <laughs> the incredibly impressive. But yes, big time Bex, who sadly lost a Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania night one. But that's OK, because Bianca Belair is now your new Robin women's champion. We're recording this the day of WrestleMania Sunday. So there's a bunch of matches that are happening t- tonight that we don't know what happened. But by the time you listen to this, you'll definitely know. So let us know <laughs> what was your favorite match. I'm picking of WrestleMania weekend. I'm well for specifically Saturday. Um, mm. The Bianca Becky match was probably my favorite. And then. Yeah, then they brought some indie guy in to job out Seth, which I thought was just yeah, so disrespectful. No, nobody ever heard of him. He he's a uh, I don't know what he's been doing for the last six years. I don't know either. He came but. out to some crazy song and this uh, this outfit that looked like Homelander I heard he loves. From the boys. I, I heard he loves Triple H. So you know maybe I heard, he lo- heard he loves Triple H. That he's never broken a throne with the sledgehammer before. We'll see. Hey, but in all seriousness, Cody Rhodes is back <laughs> in the WWE. <laughs> yep, that's true. Adrenaline so, in my soul. We'll WWE see what happens. Hey, tomorrow or, or technically this coming Monday is the final debut of Veer after we predicted what would happen and none of it happened. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you think there's a possibility that Veer comes out and dominates or does Veer get jobbed out to go to your <laughs> You know, out of everything that we have speculated in our time obsessing over Veer, I think that might actually be the most perfect use of him is that Cody Rhodes is cutting a promo being like oh i'm so glad i'm back there's so much business i have to do my daddy never won the world title so i want to and i'm here to do that and he's like got big baby face energy and people are cheering because they're still excited that cody rhodes is back and then you hear that veer mahan music the lights turn red and he comes sprinting (laughs) down and he gets into the ring and then cody rhodes just immediately 
catches him into the crossroads <laughs> and hits him once. And then everybody's cheering. He picks him up, gets him twice. And then Virmahan gets up and then he jumps up onto the rope, hits him with a disaster kick. Virmahan gets up. He goes up into bionic the corner, elbow. hits him with the, oh yeah, hits him with a Cody cutter. Virmahan gets back up, hits him with a bionic elbow. And then he picks him up one more time and hits him with one more final crossroads and pins him. One, two, three. And then you hear adrenaline. So... <laughs> And we'll see what happens. Just it's going to be, it's, you know what? The one thing that we'll say after this whole weekend of all the crazy stuff that happened on Friday, mm-hmm. did, did Samoa Joe back in AEW and ROH. ROH had a gr- an incredible show. That FTR match was bonkers. Yeah, it was crazy. That would definitely be my match recommendation. Um, but I already have one planned that I definitely think people should go watch. But like, man, you should go watch that match of FTR Briscoe's FTR talked about the fact that that was literally the first time that they touched ever. in like wrestling, like they didn't Ooh. plan. I'm sure they probably planned some stuff, but like they hadn't previously like wrestled at all. So like the bell rings, and that's the first time that they're touching. So that's awesome. That's very, such, very cool. It was such a cool match. Um, but one of the matches that's happening tonight at WrestleMania Sunday is actually a match I'm interested to see. And it's part of what we are booking today on the podcast that Anthony has come up with as an idea. Uh, and we'll get to that in a second. But of course, if you like what we do here at Book Events, where every other week we book dream matches or dream feuds in the world of professional wrestling slash, I guess, sports entertainment. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a sports bad entertainment. Such a bad joke. It's only because Chris Jericho is like going so ham on it right now that I feel like we should mention that. Uh, but yeah, we book fancy feuds and fancy matches. Uh, And you can get the podcast on all podcast platforms or come watch it here on YouTube uh, and see our wrestling shirts. Uh, Anthony drinking what kind of looks like piss out of a jar. But hey, um, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. 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 It's green tea. Okay. I'm just. If your piss looks like this, please go to the doctor. It was just the the white balance on. The white balance on the camera just shifted to yellow and I was concerned. Um, Please go to the doctor. Another another incredible moment last night. We'll quickly say. In front of and actually this goes into because I keep wanting to bring back this segment. Shout outs, shouts outs. Oh, yes. Shouts out. Shouts outs to if you're listening right now. Shouts out to you from Dallas, Texas, where we actually where. Where by our demographics of downloads per location, if you're listening in Dallas, shouts out to you. But because of Dallas, where WrestleMania is coming from this weekend, uh, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens was fun. I'm sure some people hated it. I'm sure some people loved it. I thought it was just a fun time. And uh, I'm really proud of Kevin Owens. Yeah, it was a really cool, uh, just nostalgia bomb. Um, both of my roommates who do not care about wrestling at all uh, paid attention briefly because they knew that Stone Cold was going to be there. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah, no, we're really happy for KO because good old French Canadian Montreal boy, proud of him. Yes, Keb- 
the Mary Belle Quebec is, I forget what the actual, I think that's actually a yes. But, uh, but boy, like, yeah, that's just so cool. Like being in the main event, WrestleMania wrestling against Stone Cold. Like that's such a cool moment. Canadian legends. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yes. Canadian legends. Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Canadian legend. But famously so, known for being from uh, Canada. The match that we are excited for uh, this tonight at WrestleMania Sunday. It's a bunch of great matches. Um, I feel like tonight is probably going to be more crazy than it's going to be crazier than Saturday. But mm. uh, one of the matches honestly looking forward to is the Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory match because I feel like uh, I've been very vocal about this on Twitter and stuff that like I feel like a lot of the matches that happened for this year's WrestleMania uh, weren't planned too far in advance, you know, or like it's like there's no long term booking. A lot of things have been put together, not last minute, but like at least sort of you know, shambled together weeks or months before, um, which kind of just goes to prove that WrestleMania is the biggest show. And so it's more focused on WrestleMania itself than what are the matches. Well, I feel like Becky and Bianca was like one of the best stories going into this. Um, obviously, you got Roman and Brock. And they mm. can call back to like all of their meetings then. And everything, uh, all their previous matches and moments and stuff like that. But th- even though it's been a short build, the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory match has been interesting just because it's like uh, you got Austin Theory, who's Vince McMahon's protege. And you have Pat McAfee, who has honestly like Anthony, t- tell me what you think of, of McAfee his time in WWE but I honestly he's grown on me and I think that he is now like honestly an essential part of Smackdown yes I I agree and I remember when Pat McAfee first uh, debuted in this company and he was a part of the NXT brand and he was having storylines with Adam Cole uh, I do remember Marty being very, very upset that that was happening. And he was like, I hate Pat McAfee. And, you know, at the time, I, I, I've i known of Pat McAfee for a little while because I uh, am a sports fan outside of uh, sports entertainment um, as well. And I know him from his time as the uh, all-star punter of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and I never really thought that he was going to come to wrestling. And the fact that he has actually flourished and been a very very good part of smackdown like you said an essential part uh has been really really impressive and his match with adam cole made us realize you know he can go in the ring as well which is really cool and i think he his athleticism and his body and build like is is really a perfect fit for wrestling in a way like he's got a lot of power and he's also just like very very fast and can do some pretty crazy stuff in the ring. So uh, shouts out to you, Pat McAfee. Uh, you're one of the hardest working dudes in sports. And I think uh, 
he's been yeah, a really great addition to uh, main roster WWE. And he keeps things exciting on commentary and and like is a perfect foil to Michael Cole, who's, you know, been the stable, boring guy for what? 26 WrestleManias. Is that what you said yesterday? Uh, yeah. Uh, Cole, uh, Michael Cole said that it was his 26th WrestleMania. Insane. Um, that's insane. That's pretty crazy. Um, but no, uh, the reason why I initially was super against McAfee coming in was because I just am. I'm not a fan of the idea of like random celebrity coming in for more than just like an, an appearance or a feud. Like hmm. something like a great example, like people, people are so polarized over like the idea of celebrities in WWE, even though it's literally what's built. Ha- yeah. WWE. But I think that the things like like one of the ones I remember because it was just when uh, I was really into wrestling when I was a teenager was uh, the Floyd Mayweather versus Big Show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like a perfect thing. And now the modern day version i would say is bad bunny and i think that he really proved himself but the thing is like you know you can say you know people have different opinions about a lot of these celebrities um and for me it's more of just like if they are a trash human being (laughs) then maybe they shouldn't be involved but again it's all about celebrity power and all that stuff so i can see where from a business point that's where it is and with pat it was just at the time like i didn't i knew that he was the football guy i knew he had the podcast and he just seemed like such a loud obnoxious like personality and coming in for no reason other than that him and like he'd been featured on shows before and he just kind of felt out of place and that him and Cole who like we were so we love Cole so much and mm-hmm. that, oh you're going to bring this random guy in and have Cole lose him even though he's like multiple time NXT champion and that's that's just what it felt like at the time um him coming in doing commentary i feel like was a such a great fit for him he proved that like oh i'm I'm not just this football dude, this loud, obnoxious podcaster or anything like that. I'm not here to take anything away from anybody. I'm here to add to it. And I respect that. I respect that a lot. Um, And also then to hear about how immediately after he retired from the NFL, he started training for wrestling because he said one of his dreams was always to become a wrestler. And I'm happy that he didn't just go directly into wrestling because I think he has a great personality. He adds a lot to commentary. I'm so happy that we don't have Michael Cole and Corey Graves anymore because boy, that pair is not Not fun to listen to. Um, But I think, I think McAfee adds more charisma than, uh, than what's needed for a commentary duo. And at least he's not like a heel commentary because I'm just tired of the idea of a heel commentary uh, person. He adds he's a great he he plays the he blurs the lines in terms of who he appreciates and who he cheers for, which is awesome. Um, and yeah, this this match at Mania, like it's. I'm happy that it's just not here's a title, Pat. Like, we're just going to shoot you to the stars. It's like, no, we're going to give you like a moment 
Like, one, you get to call WrestleMania, but then here's a match against a rising star, and that's actually, like, the perfect place is, like, a rising star in Austin Theory and a fan favorite, and they can basically, no matter what the outcome is, boost each other up. You're either going to make Pat McAfee go over and everybody's going to love him even more. And then maybe you can do another program with in the future, or at least it builds more fan relation with him in the company. Or you have Austin theory go over and build him up as one of the like main mid card heels of the company. And maybe eventually moving up to uh title pitcher. You never know. So I, I think it's a great match. and It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think the reason why we're uh, doing a specific booking today uh, that is involving Mr. McAfee is that he was supposed to, or he was rumored to be wrestling the the big man himself, the boss, not Sasha Banks. <laughs> he was supposed to be wrestling Vince McMahon. Allegedly. That would have been pretty cool, actually, having him wrestle Sasha Banks. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm sure, that would but have been fun. We want to we want to book that uh, match that has not that has not happened. But of course, being um, the episode coming out after WrestleMania, let's uh, let's shift uh, where this will happen to old SummerSlam in Nashville, Tennessee. So today is. What would have happened if it would have been Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee? Oh, hell yeah. And when when you first described this to me, immediately what it cut, it actually brought like flashbacks to, again, when I was watching wrestling as a teenager and McMahon was featured heavily all over the place. Um Hmm. And the the main feud there that was like the the the, the big thing happening at the time was the McMahon's versus the reformed DX, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and that was what was it? That was, um, that was McMahon taking out Sean McMahon. The McMahon's had the Spirit Squad. Um, they took out Sean and then they had that friggin' it was like Vince McMahon versus God match or whatever. (laughs) What a time. What a time. And Triple H had just lost the title. And then Vince said, if you don't help me take out Sean, then you won't get another title shot opportunity. And then Triple H tried to turn on Sean, but he couldn't. And then they and they reformed DX, and that was awesome. And a lot of shenanigans happened there. Um, many, many shenanigans. Just sort, but the idea of it just sort of reminded me because it's the idea of like the 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 lowly employee against the 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 corporate boss, and we can bring back the the corporate bad guy in McMahon. Yes, and I think we can start it off like very, very much in a real way where. This is uh, post WrestleMania. Pat McAfee is uh, coming off maybe a victory over uh, McMahon's best boy, Austin Theory. And 
he's maybe just like getting too into commentary uh, a certain night on SmackDown. And then he says something, you know, he may, he maybe just slips up and says like professional wrestling or a word that's on Mr. McMahon's band list. And then you can kind of hear like shouting coming from his headphones. And then Pat McAfee just takes his headphones off and just like chucks them. And then he like continues to commentate on the match. So he doesn't have Mr. McMahon in his ear. And he's, you know, he's classically doing his uh, overzealous Pat McAfee type shit. He's uh, he's standing up. He's yelling. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then the music hits. No chance. (laughs) And Mr. McMahon walks down and and everybody in the ring stops. Like the match stops. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? And he's going to, I think he's going to come down. He's going to look at Pat McAfee and he's going to like, he's going to reprimand him. He's, he's going to be like, what are you doing? You have to mm-hmm. listen to me. I'm your boss. Like I control this. Nice. And Pat McAfee is just like, what? what the hell? Yeah. And then, all right, we don't have to do this, but then Vince McMahon just slaps Pat. Oh, I was going to say that that 100% happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he like just walks away. Well, because one strut back. One of the last segments was uh, that happened on SmackDown. I think was before WrestleMania was uh, Austin Theory again uh, uh, doing stuff to McAfee, and he chased him to the back, and and of course Theory hid in Mr. McMahon's office, and this time, um, uh. Pat like kicked down the door and then Vince came out and was like, what the mm-hmm. hell are you doing? You want to lose your chance at WrestleMania? And so like, right, you can just right. keep building off of that where it is that. And also that is like, that's fun because everybody knows that Vince is in their ears. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's an un, it's a, it's a unkept secret that Vince is there telling them what to do. And so even even maybe another one that could happen that could like build up to that moment is like uh maybe Pat walks out one night and it's because it, he's just like maybe like Pat's maybe like Cole is trying to tell him something on commentary and then Pat goes so Cole I sorry I can't I have an annoying voice in my headphones right now telling me that I, I should have said this instead of this. And then it kind of, that kind of builds up throughout the night. And then finally Pat goes, just, you know what? Screw this. And puts on his headphones, walks to the back, the camera falls under the back and there Vince McMahon is sitting there. And Pat is just like enough, enough. I'm, I'm done for tonight. And then just walks out. Yeah. And then the yeah. next week he comes back and then and then that's where like McMahon can come and, down. And that's and where st- this this ha- yeah, he comes down and he slaps him in the face. And then Pat is just pretty stunned. And maybe he walks off again, or maybe the show goes on. But I feel like this gives it a nice opportunity to then do that classic angle where Pat McAfee will now have Vince McMahon on his show. Like like the podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. in the same way that Adam Cole has been on the pod. Um, and it's like kind of set up to be a bit of a trap because Vince McMahon is going to come on Pat McAfee's show and then Pat McAfee's co-host, uh, former, uh, Green Bay Packers, great linebacker, AJ Hawk. He's going to be 
uh, a big deterrent of wrestling. Like, I think he's going to be immediately uh, roasting Pat being like, Oh, this guy's your boss. Um, you're a, pro- you're a professional football player. And now, uh, you know, wrestling's fake. Right. And that like, this would never happen because Vince McMahon would never allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think it would be really funny uh, for <laughs> AJ Hawk to kind of be the heel in this scenario where he's just like, well, you know, it's fake, right? Like, why is it so, why is it so serious? What Pat says and what he doesn't like, it's all, it's all a joke. And then Vince McMahon just gets like super pissed. And maybe this time <laughs> Vince McMahon is storms off. And he's like, he's like, you don't respect this business. You don't know anything about anything. You're just a big, dumb football player. I've seen the likes of you. I've seen them walk through my company and they've done nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's just like, oh, it's like, I built this off my own back, off my hard work over the years. Ah. And then. Uh, Pat McAfee is just kind of like stunned a little bit because he doesn't, he didn't know that this was going to happen, but he did. And he wanted Mr. McMahon to essentially look like a big time idiot in the eyes of um, the general public or the mainstream fans. And that Mm -hmm. starts this, this kind of rift between uh, Pat and Vince. That's pretty good. Uh, I like that. I think, (laughs) I think then what probably could immediately follow this is a moment maybe a week or two later or something or the week after where Pat McAfee is told that he needs to apologize. Yeah. He needs to apologize publicly on SmackDown for what happened. Mm hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's great. Yeah. Mr. McMahon comes out and he's like, I was a part of a, a trap. A, sh- a shoot interview, if you will, and I don't like being well, I think, disrespected. It's surprised. I think. I think instead, what what would happen is is Pat's in the ring and he is like, I have to apologize, and, and he kind of gets fed up and he's like, You know, no, I, I want to apologize. I, if, McMahon, if you're the man that I half the man that I think you are, you you'll come down here and you'll let me apologize to your face. Oh yeah. And like, and then he kind of goes to swerve like he did with Austin Theory, where he was like, I apologize that I'm about to give you an ass whooping. Um, but instead he he's like, I apologize, I apologize. And I'm sorry. And everybody and everybody's oh. kind of like like kind of booing because they're like, oh, like you shouldn't apologize, Mr. McMahon, and Mr. McMahon. And, and then Vince is like Vince he put, uh, Pat puts out his hand to shake his hand and then Vince looks at it and then slaps him again and yeah. you can see Pat's and, like getting angry yeah. but this was then a trap and uh, and Austin Theory comes out and attacks him from behind yeah and then let's and add, Vin- let's add and just Vince another raises, Vince raises yeah. Austin's hand yeah, let's let's add another thing to this where instead of him just like slapping him in the face, he goes, Pat McAfee, kiss my ass. And then okay. he slaps him in the face. And then Austin Theory comes in and starts wailing on Pat McAfee. He doesn't make him kiss his ass, 
Not yet. He doesn't try it yet. We'll save that for for another thing. Oh no. Uh, We 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 could uh we could have that like looming above this of the the booking where you're like, uh oh, <laughs> is Vince actually going to bring back the Kiss My, Kiss my ass, ass Club? Uh, <laughs> uh, it definitely would not fly in this day and age. No, uh, it'd be Kiss funny to. Club. It would definitely be funny to keep calling back to it though. Yeah, and to like, tease it as if it yeah. might happen. Um, so of course, yeah, that is that's a big time trap, but it sets up another match potentially for Austin Theory uh, and Pat McAfee to engage in because now, you know, he Vince had to send his muscle out. So Pat McAfee has to defend himself. But here's something that is a dumb idea that I thought of. <laughs> this is this is going to have a, such a crappy payoff, but I think uh, it is funny. So you know how Austin Theory, of course, is obsessed with his phone, right? Mm-hmm. I think after he attacks Pat McAfee, He's backstage and there's a segment where he's like, oh, my goodness, Mr. McMahon, uh, somebody just messaged me a secret admirer and says that they love my work and and they love everything that I do. (laughs) And 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 she's super hot. (laughs) And he's just like shows a Mr. McMahon like just like a picture and it's like just like a torso. Uh, And he's like, oh, my God, nobody's ever nobody's ever messaged me like this before. What do I do, Mr. McMahon? And he's like, Oh, be careful, Austin. Um, or whatever. But this will, <laughs> this will, Pat McAfee is going to catfish. Austin. Yes. Yeah. Is it going to be, Oh my God. Okay. No, we should 100% do this. Yeah. Okay. So he, so yes, I mean, you've revealed that, that Pat McAfee is catfishing Austin theory. <laughs> so okay wait so how do we transfer but wait okay no i love this storyline how do we transfer this so do they have another match and this happens after that match um no this is this will be directly after the beatdown because like um basically vince mcmahon do- and pat mcafee look great oh, in this oh, moment right oh, whoa, whoa 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 okay so what happens is after the beatdown, Pat McAfee then is not on the show for like a month. Sure. And yeah, and sure. they get like guests and they get like wrestlers to come in and sit down where like maybe like some of the best, honestly, like people that sit there during commentary to like to fill in and stuff have been like Kevin Owens, Bailey, mm-hmm. like get some of those people to come in and sit on different weeks. Cause it's only like four weeks. So that's not yeah, a big deal. Use that, use that to build other storylines, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have guest commentators coming all the time to do heal things or face things and, and then so, interrupt matches. And so during that time, that's when mm-hmm. uh, Austin theory is starting to get catfished. Yes. And then, and then the payoff after weeks of that is that th- th- it sets up to actually go on a date. And, Aust- yes. and then Austin thinks that he's going to like get to meet this person. And that's where Pat comes out and they have a brawl in like a restaurant or something. Yeah, it's like a restaurant. It's a restaurant brawl. But yeah, you're, you're setting this up perfectly. This is exactly what I thought is that in that time he's getting catfish. He's getting sent like pictures. He's getting sent flowers. Um, kind of like all these like very classic things. This is uh, if you're so- trying to romance someone. <laughs> This is so classic, like late 90s, early 2000s 
WWE. That's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, because if we're going to involve Mr. McMahon in an angle, we should also, you know, harken back to those uh, great storylines yeah, of years past. And yeah. like it kind of you kind of go, oh, this is a little out of touch, but it's pretty entertaining. But it's it's nostalgia. And like, I think people will appreciate it. Oh, I so, think yeah, I like Austin, Austin, Austin theory, like maybe like gets sent like um, a pair of like like sexy underwear or something too, a part of it. And he's like, he's like, oh, my gosh, Mr. McMahon, look at this. Uh, and he's like, Austin, uh, Austin, get this out of my office. I don't want this. I don't want this around me. <laughs> but we also have to uh, keep building up this Mr. McMahon stuff too while Pat McAfee's gone. So maybe Vince McMahon is getting his stuff vandalized too. And then maybe things are going like missing. And he's, oh, Pat McAfee should steal that like giant dinosaur fossil thing from his, <laughs> office. In his office. Yeah. That'd be pretty funny. And uh, Vince McMahon is like walking around and, and sees it in like several hundred pieces. I think it should. <laughs> I think I think it should be like. I don't think getting vandalized. I feel like if you're doing this this kind of like prank stuff with theory, you should there should be a part of it that's also pranking McMahon, where it's just simple things like like. Oh, why am I locked out of my office? Like, uh, yeah, things like yeah, 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 sure. Or or his or like his car being stolen. Right. And then, yeah, I think I think the I, I think the dinosaur getting taken from the wall. I think like a little things like that. Not like, uh, yeah, it would also be really funny if. Yeah, it's like it starts like very, very uh, small, like him getting locked out. Maybe he loses his keys. And then one day he'll walk into his office and it's just like completely empty. Like there's oh, just God. one office chair and it's just spinning like in the middle of the room. Where's my stuff? Where's my dinosaur? dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's great. And we're like, we're like, okay, what the hell is happening? So obviously uh, Austin Theory is getting messed with and uh, and somebody is, is is pranking Mr. McMahon. This if, leads if, up to if, this. If if there's a moment where he's like leaving Monday Night Raw or SmackDown or something, and he goes to find his car and the car is not there, and Austin is with him, and the and uh, McMahon's like, "Where the hell is my car?" Uh, and Austin's not like really paying attention. He's more just like looking at his phone and then McMahon yeah. like gets pissed and like grabs his phone and smashes it. He's like, you pay attention. That's serious. <laughs> yeah, this is serious, Austin. And he's then like, he's but like, no, my, my no. Oh, oh. And, th and then he's like, he's like, Mr. McMahon, isn't that your car? And then he like points and then it's on like a crane maybe. And it's That'd like, be funny. Like, getting yeah. hoisted away. Uh, we don't have to drop it, but if we do, that's also another. If McMahon fun was if McMahon was twenty years younger, I could see a moment of like it being on like a tow truck and it being towed away, and McMahon chasing after it. Yeah, yeah, waving yeah. his arms, like, oh, just no. being like, "No, stop! That's my car." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But since I mean, he is old, and like we're gonna have to protect him in the match as well, which is something that I did think about. But um, yeah, you see. Yeah, that's that's so funny. What a what a funny moment of 
Um, <laughs> Mr. McMahon and Austin Theory walking out to the parking lot. This Mr. McMahon's like, where's my car? And Austin is just like so deep into his phone. He's like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this so enamored. So and then McMahon gets yeah. pissed, smashes his phone. And then Austin Theory finally pays attention. Mr. McMahon, isn't that your car? Yeah. Sees the crane hoisting it across. <laughs> and they're like, nah. He's like, go get my car, Austin. Get that. Get my car. And then he's like, okay. And he runs away and grabs it. And then Mr. McMahon's just like so pissed. And then that's the cutaway. Oh, I just thought of a great fan service thing. All right. What, All right, what do so we let's got? Get, let's get to the uh, uh, restaurant brawl. So okay. Austin Theory goes to finally meet his blind blind date, a secret mm-hmm. admirer. He sits down mm-hmm. and throughout the entire show, they show like him like there, him ordering champagne. He brought yeah. gifts. Yeah. Um, maybe the dates like late and the, and the waiter and, and the waiter, you know, keeps being like, are you sure you don't want to order? And he's like, no, no, no she'll be here. She'll be here. And then yeah. finally, um, the waiter brings over a thing, uh, and it's like, uh, you received a message, uh, from your date and he opened, it's a letter he opened or like, uh, you know, it's a letter he opens up. It just says, gotcha. And he's he's just like, and he's just like, what? And then my idea is that then he then Pat comes in from behind with a big kick, starts, starts like smashing things on him. And he just goes, it was me, Austin. Yeah. Smashes a bottle over his head. It was me all along. And like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Calls back to the. Calls back to the Ministry of Darkness reveal that uh, yeah, Miss McMahon yeah, was behind it all along. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Um, I, I figured, think we I figured maybe... instead of it, the message saying it was me, Austin, it's just because it, it, you just need something that's just like, huh, and then boom. Yeah, you you have to hear that that audio. You know, he, you want it. You want Pat McAfee to say it. Yeah. Um, but I think we should also have like one fake out. Like I think the person who maybe delivers the letter is you think like that's the person he's supposed to be on a date with. So like, let's use somebody from like NXT or something like that. And you're like, Oh, so like and, some, and, some, like a beautiful woman shows up and he's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. oh, are you might date. He's like, and he's, and, he's like, yes. And it's like, it's like, I don't know, Cora Jade or somebody like she's, she's like shows up and, and he's like, oh, my goodness. But then she, like, hands him this, like, sealed letter. And she's like, yeah, somebody told me to give you this. And it's it's got to be, like, a beautiful piece of paper that's, like, folded over that has, like, that wax seal on it. Yeah. So that he, so he, like, opens it. It looks like a love letter. Yeah. And then it just says, <laughs> gotcha. And then, yeah, Pat McAfee just comes out and just kicks him right in the face. <laughs> Big boots. <laughs> Yeah. Falls into falls into the thing, throws the table over yeah. him, starts smashing plates and bottles on him. And yeah, he just, yeah. He like it was me, Austin. It was me, Austin. It was me the whole time. <laughs> and then he like he takes like uh, a plate that maybe has like a lobster dinner or, or something, and it has like one of those big metal things to reveal it. He he like puts Austin's head in between and like claps it down. <laughs> I think on it's the like, table. like <laughs> I think it's like the perfect po- moment to have a. Uh, Pat McAfee like get to be funny and like maybe they just do a bunch of puns or something where it's just like like food puns or something like that or (laughs) or or, like he or 
uh, he there's like a platter or something he picks up and he's like, oh, I never really liked something like it's hors d'oeuvres or whatever. He's like, oh, I'm not really yeah. ever a fan of this. And then slams theory's head into it or something like that. And it just becomes this giant brawl. And, and maybe eventually it leads to like it could either just end with like. The place is destroyed and Austin's just like laying there or like mm-hmm. Austin manages to get away, gets to his car and drives off covered in like food and stuff. And you just leave Pat McAfee just like standing there, just like celebrating. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then maybe Pat, Pat is celebrating. And there's the one thing that hasn't been destroyed yet is this like incredibly expensive bottle of champagne because the, maybe the waiter's like holding it and he's like cowering in the corner like this. And Pat's like, hey, how much is that bottle of champagne? And he's like, well, it's um, $1,000, sir. And then Pat McAfee just takes it, opens it up and just like <laughs> starts drinking it. And he's like, yeah. Or, or, or even uh, there, the one table that hasn't been destroyed has like this beautiful, like cake on it. And he just takes yeah. it, it takes a piece it of just it, just like, eats it. Shoved it. Yeah. Metaphorically yeah, yeah. have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. So, of course, Mr. McMahon gets wind of this and he is pissed. So he tells, uh, I guess Sonia Deville would be the is the GM of Smack. Oh, no. Is it Pierce? Pierce. Uh, who knows? It's both. one of those two people. Yeah. Um, Sonia or Pierce uh, is called into Mr. McMahon's office and they're like, OK. We know Pat is back, but he has to uh, answer for all for all of this all of these crimes that he's done so I need him to wrestle Austin Theory okay alright we get that right so it's like well, that makes sense he, he's been catfishing him so he should wrestle him again but no Pat McAfee will not be wrestling Austin Theory because Pat McAfee, he's saving himself for Vince. So Pat calls in his friend. We're going to accelerate um, the healing process because uh, we live in the Book at Vince universe and uh, injuries are not real and they can come back in time for SummerSlam. But Austin Theory waits patiently in the ring for Pat McAfee. And who else? But the guitar playing Rick Boogs comes out instead. My name is Rick. Like, yeah, yeah. Boogs. And everyone's I'm like, here to rock. Yeah, and he plays his guitar and whatnot. And in and our world, in our world, Boogs and Nakamura became SmackDown champions. And so they're sticking up for Pat because he's a SmackDown commentator and they're best yeah, buds. Exactly. And Pat McAfee, of course, like, he has not returned to commentary yet because Vince uh, has just like basically barred him from his job. So, but then he just like comes out from the crowd while Rick Boogs is doing his guitar thing and he air humps Michael Cole as usual. You know, he, just, <laughs> he comes up from the crowd just to put on the headset so that he can just stand up and be like, yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory is distracted with Boogs and Nakamura. Pat comes yeah. out, although crowd cheers, they cut back and he's there. He's just standing on the SmackDown announced desk, just like yeah. vibing and then runs yeah. into the and then Austin turns around and he's like, what? And then that's where yeah. and then that's where they end up having a brawl. 
and everything. Yeah, maybe he just he kicks him in the face again, and then Rick Boogs comes into the ring and just even like one moves Austin Theory. I think uh, then I think then uh, secure McMahon sends security down the ramp. Yes, and, and that and Boogs and Nakamura are fighting them off so that so that Pat and Austin can fight in the ring, and then and then yeah, and then that's where they hold them off and. Pat gets that or or maybe Austin gets it in because otherwise it's just totally squashing the cause. Right. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Austin gives him a low blow or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hits him with like the ATL. I think that's what that's called. Yeah. The it's Austin like a theory move. It's like a it's like a knee spike or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, so then Pat then he runs away. Of, yeah. Yeah. So so Pat gets hit and then he like rolls out of the ring and he's 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 running out. Uh, okay, and then maybe. Well, let me let's see what you think of this. Maybe then Mm. because we need to we can't let Pat not be on commentary for three months or whatever, you know. Right. So, uh, what could be the solution to then if there's like a peace like a like like they sign like a peace treaty for the time being yeah there, will... i think there's there's got to be like a compromise i think i think the 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 next segment is like oh vince is upset with pat but they're going to come to an agreement on the next smackdown to put these things behind them as professionals as men as professional dudes uh so that pat can come back and be on commentary again because we've been missing him we're running out of people to do commentary they they put commander should, aziz in commentary should, <laughs> should okay so then maybe what happens is they get theory and mcafee in the ring and mcmahon's there hmm. should then at wrestlemania should in our world at least we don't know what actually happened Mm. yet should then in our world austin go over pat in um, in the wrestlemania match yes yeah yeah so then in this peace treaty uh he's mcmahon's trying to get them to agree to something and then finally he just goes well what the hell do you want pat what will make you finally agree to this and pat says a match and that's where theory's like, what? <laughs> I already beat you though at WrestleMania. <laughs> you gotta yeah, be joking. Yeah. I would have another match with you, blah, blah, blah. And that's where, and then Pat says, not with you. I want a match with you. And then gets like yeah. in the face of McMahon and everybody goes, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and then McMahon's like, Maybe McMahon's like, you gotta be out of your mind, McAfee. <laughs> yeah, gotta be out of your mind, McAfee. <laughs> and and um, then and then maybe like either he can agree to it then, and then we figure out something else, or he they leave, and then Pat is just like on the microphone, "What are you not man enough to do?" Like all this stuff, and then like. Uh, uh, maybe he gets the crowd to start chanting something and the whole mm. audience is just like chanting like I don't know uh, 
Vince, if, this was a, if this was AEW, Vince, they'd be chanting suck. some. If this was AEW, they'd be chanting something insane, like small balls McMahon or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in WWE, it'd probably just be like, uh, like you're scared or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or a chicken or something. Or yeah, like you're a yeah. chicken. You are, yeah, you're a chicken. <laughs> you're um, a chicken. And then what do you think? Would then McMahon turn around on the stage and be like, I accept. Or or would it come later where then things kind of return to normal? And then yeah, McMahon it, it finally. Come, it come, yeah. Yeah. It comes later because things go back to normal and you're like, oh, OK, what's what's happening here? Pat, I guess, is just back. They on go commentary. back onto their respective shows. They each keep talking about it in moments and mm-hmm. segments and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then like Pat can say on commentary, like, I still haven't heard from McMahon if you will agree to my my thing. But until then, if if I see Austin Theory, I I can't I won't be able to uh, hold myself back. Yeah. Yeah. He's so like, unless, so unless unless mm-hmm. that boy stays over on Monday nights, uh, you know, this is what it's going to be. And then maybe there can be a moment where. McAfee or no, uh, uh, theory shows up and like causes a ruckus at uh, McAfee's uh, podcast and they have to call security and blah, blah. It's a whole TMZ shtick. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like that where they're like recording the show and then all of a sudden it's like. Somebody just comes running in and like is like breaking. What are you doing here? (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, and and then you're like, oh my god, this is this is like the real life angle where yeah, Austin Theory like starts breaking stuff and like maybe takes Pat McAfee's like uh, football helmet and is like trying to swing it at him, and and then Pat McAfee runs away or escapes that, um, and then maybe at this point you can have Austin Theory do something to uh, AJ or- Hawk, the, the co-host, too. Like you could attack him and beat him up for saying wrestling is not real <laughs> or or uh it's smacked down and then suddenly there's a video and like michael's like oh, i'm getting word that we're getting a video uh live from yeah. your studio pat and then there yeah. austin theory is in his studio and then just destroys it yeah and then yeah he has aj hawk and then, like throws him into the wall or something. He's like, "Does this feel real to you?" It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he he's like, "Yeah." He he has he puts on Pat's helmet and he like is like running around the studio and he's like, Argh. "I'm a kicker." Oh, look yeah, at me! And pu- he's just starts. I'm a punter. Just, I'm a punter. Just, just, I just kicks things. Kicks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just kicking yeah, yeah, random. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's just taking things That's off of Pat's good. desk and just booting it across the room. That's pretty funny. Um, and yeah, and I think the following week, Pat is like really, really incensed that that happened. And he's like, there was Monday like thousands night. of dollars of damage. Yeah. Um, Monday night. Austin Theory comes out, proclaims that uh, he has like he is past McAfee, blah, blah. Uh, doesn't understand why people cheer for McAfee. He disrespects the man who built this company and gave McAfee a shot, whatever. McAfee comes out of the crowd, just absolutely just is just like taking yeah. on. They have to pull, bring out wrestlers and security to pull them apart. And then McMahon comes out. He's like, enough. 
This is where we get the big line of the entire feud. And it sets up the match. Yeah. And he says, you want a match with me, McAfee? If that's going to stop all this crap from going on, fine. I accept. But you have to accept one thing. If I beat you at SummerSlam. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. Classic. Boom. There we go. That's the build right there. So now we've got Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee at SummerSlam. And a <laughs> loser gets fired. And Pat McAfee, if you lose, you get fired match. Yeah. And so um, uh, there are going to be some, I don't know how you would then turn it into like a hardcore match or something like that, because that's got to be involved. Yeah. Like it can't be a straight up wrestling match. It's a McMahon. It has to have some crazy stipulation on it that can, can get other people involved or whatever. Um, maybe during the buildup to this is then you have Boogs and Nakamura versus um, Austin Theory and someone else. You get them involved in that way. You have a six man Pat where McAfee and teams up with them against uh, Theory and rival What's a corporate tag team that would assist uh, Austin Theory. Well, a heel a heel tag team right now is like the like Alpha Academy or Great. That's perfect. Something That's, like that. that. Yeah. Alpha Academy featuring Austin Theory versus Boogs, Knack, and Pat McAfee. Um I think maybe they should have that match to decide the stipulation. Like whoever wins decides the stipulation uh that is uh going to be at SummerSlam because like Vince McMahon is 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 away training. It's funny to involve the Alpha Academy because I think you could have like a training montage where Chad Gable is training with Otis and Vince McMahon as well. <laughs> oh, and you get you just get a shot of friggin 80 year old Vince McMahon just like Jack just like yeah. ripping and then you can <laughs> you get to it's like a training montage like back when it was Austin versus McMahon where you see him like uh, breaking like raw eggs into a cup and like drinking them. But instead of Vince McMahon doing that, it's Otis. And he like takes like 12 eggs and breaks them into a glass and like hands it to Mr. McMahon and Mr. McMahon like goes like, no. And then he just drinks it. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. this is actually uh, turning out pretty, pretty funny. Um, but yeah, that leads to a match on maybe the go home uh, SmackDown before SummerSlam, where winner gets to decide Alpha. exactly. Winner gets to decide Alpha. the stipulation. Yeah, and I think because the cards are kind of stacked against Pat right now, because there's nothing that Vince McMahon loses if he loses the match. So then Pat and uh, Rick and Boogs. Or Rick and Boogs, Knack and Boogs, <laughs> Rick, and Boogs. Rick and Boogs, Rick and Boogs, Pat, Knack and Boogs go over and they make it like a no holds barred match at WrestleMania. Do or you no, think WrestleMania, at SummerSlam? I think. 
I kind of think it's tricky. You'd want the faces like in, in these in these situations before where it's been winner gets to decide the stipulation. Usually it is the face wins and they get to pick the thing that the heel definitely doesn't want. Mm-hmm. Right. If I was in McAfee's situation, we won. I'd be like steel cage. Yeah. Which makes sense. Or yeah. like singles match. That way, if your boy gets involved, I win. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So is it more in the interest of the bad guy in this situation to pick to win and pick a hardcore match so that they know that they have the advantage? And it's like that false sense of like, ha, idiot, a hardcore match. Fine, I'll do that. And then it's and then immediately it's just Nakamura and or not. Sorry, it's immediately uh, like the bell, the whole kit and caboodle of friggin. They make their entrances. It looks like it's about to happen. You got trash cans. You got kendo sticks all over the place. And they're just about to lock up. And then immediately Theory and Alpha Academy run in and just start beating the crap out of Pat. Like you, you walked into my trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we should protect Mister McMahon quite a bit. Like he, he's not gonna get a lot of spots in. Oh, this uh, is gonna be like a lot. The way I the the way I picture this match is the same as like when it was. Uh, honestly, honestly, a great match. It's really just spots, and it's goofy, mm. and it would never happen today. But it's uh, DX, Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus the McMahons, Shane and Vince. Uh, and I forget mm-hmm. where it was or what pay-per-view it was. But like it, and it was crazy because, man, they were they were bleeding. They did tons <laughs> of crazy spots. Of course, the majority of it is Shane. But like I imagine it like that match where it's just like, yeah, I agree. They're getting McMahon to do stuff. Uh they're getting McMahon to do things like hit basically, hey, McMahon here, let's let's put McAfee in a position where like we're holding him and then you like hit him with a kendo stick and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's where they try to do the kiss my ass. Yes. And and he yes. and he fights off Alpha Academy and then he gives a low blow to the boss. Or he just like kicks him in the ass really hard because like he, he just like punts his ass. <laughs> oh, McMahon, McMahon's like set up. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's yeah. waiting and he doesn't hear the ruckus. Yeah, and then, and then, and then he, he and Pat, Pat, Pat just punts, oh, just dude, punts him right in the nuts. Good. Just like or oh yeah, yeah, in the nuts or just like kicks his ass really, really hard. And Vic, Vince is gonna have to sell this, so he'll have yeah. to like roll, like jump out of the ring. This is, I, I mean. It's this is super ruthless aggression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bollocks. I also I, I also did think of um a stipulation for McMahon losing, which is like a bit lower stakes. But so if Pat loses, he gets fired. But if mm. McMahon loses, Vince McMahon personally has to pay for all the damages of Pat McAfee's studio that Austin Theory caused. So he has to like basically buy him a new studio. Which is which is funny because then you like you can basically weave this into like let's say Pat McAfee actually is going to be moving studios in real life. Okay, yeah. You can use that as a storyline to like absolutely trash his place and new of course gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's all new and fancy and stuff. But yeah, I do think 
Pat has to go over. This oh, no, is, 100%. Yeah, like Vince McMahon, I mean, I think he just comes out so that he can give uh, Pat this like very awesome I think, SummerSlam moment. I think uh, some great spots. I mean, yeah, you got to get everybody involved. So like Theory and Alpha Academy can get involved. Boogs and Nakamura get involved. Um, I think to do more fan servicey stuff because this is the type of match where like that's what you should do like like mm-hmm. and that's the thing people people there's a lot of fan there's a lot of wrestling pe- fans out there that hate when it's like oh you're just playing off nostalgia it's like for some matches you really got to have that because it's that's just what it is uh and it's but fun for the basis of this storyline too because like there's probably other more important stuff happening and more important storylines that are building up to this fictional SummerSlam that we have but yeah. this is like the fun thing yeah. for people to get into this um i feel a like a great spot i feel like a great spot would be uh pat mcafee does a coast to coast yeah he basically imitates yeah. shane like he does he it's, does he does the from one turnbuckle to the other. Maybe McMahon's wearing a, a or it could be McMahon tr- or it could be theory. He could be wearing a yeah. trash bin and he does the coast, coast, coast to coast kick. Uh, what's some other fun stuff? Uh, I mean, it'd be great if, yeah, the tag teams get involved in like get the tables. They help set up uh, doing like a big frog splash or elbow uh onto like Otis through a table or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um what would be the finish? Gotta have like a big finish spot. I think it I mean it's definitely gotta be McAvee doing something to McMahon. It's we gotta keep it yeah. somewhat safe, but it's gotta be entertaining. Or you least expect it. Do you think because of the I fact th- that they are such good friends that uh, Pat McAfee would do the Kinshasa? He could try do the do that the would be pretty funny. I, I was thinking like maybe they set up Mr. McMahon onto a table because like I think he could probably take a table spot and and then Pat McAfee does like a moonsault to end the match because I right. know that he's he can do that. Yes. So, right. so they say he sets up Mr. McMahon onto a table, and maybe he gives him like uh, he like puts like a chair on him or something, just like so it like slightly lessens the impact, or maybe he puts a trash can on him or whatever, and then he goes up and moonsaults <laughs> Mr. McMahon, McMahon, McMahon through a table. Through a table. I mean, this is also a fictional universe, so like we can say it happens. This is true. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to have in real life, I have no clue what they would do. I don't know how you would. It would have to be some wrestling move that he does to McMahon and like they they do it safely. If it was or they save or or they save like the kick moment until the end where like, yeah, the Mr. McMahon is he has Pat McAfee pretty much uh, exactly where he wants. This was they try the kiss my ass. If this was early 2000s, 100% what would happen is McMahon would take off his pants. He'd have his underwear on. They'd set him up for that. He would get really close, 
McAfee would fight him off or or Nakamura and and Boogs would come in and stop him. And then McMahon would be standing in the ring alone with these three. He'd turn around. He'd have that dumb face on where he's like so surprised and worried. It starts pleading with Pat. Yeah. And then they grab and then Nakamura and (laughs) Boogs would grab him. And he's like, wait, no, let me go. Let me go. And then Pat winds up while McMahon has his pants down and then just (laughs) winds up and punts him right between the legs. And you get you get McMahon to just give this goofy ass face of like, oh, my balls. And he falls over. Pin him. One, two, three. That would be the end. That's the finish. That's the finish. Yeah. That's go that's back it. fifteen years, one hundred percent the finish. <laughs> I, I still, I think that's what we should do. That's like we save that moment, yeah, till the end of the match. We're asking Vince tries to kiss my ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We're we're asking. Let's see. Actually, how old is Vince? Is he like how old is he now? He's seventy six. Okay. So He's before 80. when I so before when I said eighty in his eighties, yeah, but it's because he looks like it, honestly. But hey, you get, we're asking 76-year-old McMahon to bear his ass on live premium live events. <laughs> and I then think... have Pat McAfee just absolutely just <laughs> crush him with a kick. Uh, I love it. I think that's so funny. Honestly, it is. Like this it's is perfect. this is prime ruthless aggression, which I love. Yes. I love that so much. It's stupid and dumb, but at the same time like it's just entertaining and I'm excited to see what's going to happen tonight on WrestleMania Sunday. Again, like mm-hmm. we don't know who's going to go over. We don't know how it's going to be. I assume it's going to be a fun match. But Pac McAfee is 100% the type of guy that could just go in and do something entertaining and people will cheer, which is exactly what you need. So there we go. That's our booking of the match where. <laughs> <laughs> the match that will never happen, but it'd be amazing mm. if it did of Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Uh, let us know in the comments of the YouTube video or online somewhere on Twitter, or even if you review the podcast, let us know how you would book Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. What type, what type of match would it be? How would you do it? All that sort of stuff. Please let us know. We'd love to hear about it to close out the episode. We have our question of the week and our match recommendation. If you want to submit a question to us to answer here on the podcast, you can do so by tweeting at us at Book Events Pod on Twitter. Uh, Row is on there. So if you want to come interact with us and ask us questions or uh, reply to some of our hot takes on the wrestling world, uh, you can do so over there. Or you can go to our website. Unknownairfilms.com slash events where uh, all the podcast episodes are up on there, all our, match, all our match recommendations, and you can submit questions there too. This week, it's WrestleMania. Uh, there's been a lot of other wrestling along with WrestleMania. Um, and I guess, I guess a fun question to ask for this is... Maybe maybe it's more introspective or maybe it's more of a a deep question, but how do you think because this is a question that's been asked a lot recently just because of 
how big WrestleMania has got. How do you think, Anthony, WWE can go back to making stars rather than, or do you think that we can go back to a place where like the stars of WrestleMania are bigger than the event? Because it feels like WrestleMania is just so big that it totally eclipses. Or do you think like this is just it from now? So it's like, is WrestleMania, I guess the question is, is WrestleMania too big for its own good? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's ever really been about the like wrestlers per se, or like the storylines. I think it's just always been about the spectacle or at least for the last couple of years it has. So I can't really foresee it going back. To I mean, being like, I mean, rock versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That was like the event, you know? Yeah. There's, there's that moment. There is, I, I think it, but no, I, I agree where I feel like I feel like it's because we live in a generation now where the wrestlers, the wrestlers that are working for the company were fans when they were a kid. And mm -hmm. so now I remember if forever ago on like. What was it? I think it was up, up, down, down with Xavier Woods and uh, Tyler Breeze, and they were talking about how like it kind of feels like. The, this generation is more like the like nostalgia generation or like the fan generation where everybody who's wrestling it is a fan. And so it's kind of like we're what's selling the most is nostalgia mm -hmm. and not really the stars of today. Because yeah. they still, you know, they still bring back Stone Cold Steve Austin and Goldberg and, and yeah, stuff like that's that. Why so. All these like stars of the past are coming back for things and it's always WrestleMania, I think, is the biggest show that draws non regular wrestling fans like or or like non marks. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's the most general public show aside from the Royal Rumble that they have. Right. So I think it's always going to be that now is just like trying to have like the biggest name or biggest like fun storylines so that people who don't usually tune into WrestleMania are going to tune in and see that, you know, wrestling is fun again or that this could happen. So you should watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of yeah, that thing of it's kind of that thing now of trying to make the biggest event, but you don't necessarily need to build for months to make it the biggest event it's just going to be the biggest event anyways yeah exactly so i mean i truly do it like that's why personally i loved the becky lynch versus bianca match because it had those eight months of build and it meant mm. something and it had emotion mm. behind it which is what i personally want wrestling to be but that's not necessarily what any what maybe wwe wants or what other fans want but it's something where it's like that promo package that they played beforehand was just like yes this is why we're doing this yeah um, but it could also be the thing of if every match was like that would we appreciate this feud 
less. If every match had this like month, like multi-month buildup, would 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 then the what we see as important matches and feuds matter? Well, no, right? Like I think you have to have a mix of like very short-term builds, like fun random storylines that don't really mean anything, and then you have like the big long-term booking that sets up your main event or is that main storyline like for example you can't have every few be kenny and hangman or else people will be like oh my god like nothing is happening here mm-hmm. uh and then when the blow-off happens you're like oh but then also this storyline ended and this one too and this one and they were all building all at the same time like no you have to mix it up for sure like there there can be i think two or three very long, meaningful and well-booked storylines that consider different aspects of storytelling and build. And then you just have to have some fun, quick ones too, like Stone Cold KO and even like uh, Knoxville and Knoxville and Sammy Sammy Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to, you have to kind of mix in ones that are a bit lighter so that you can get the most out of your big, big storylines. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's so like we we say randomly sometimes that WWE is really easy to book, and sometimes it very much is. But mm-hmm. uh, how you weave different stories and 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 the amount of time you give them to build, or you know, again, it is an entertainment industry and whatever drives entertainment the most probably should be the mo- the main focus but that can be interpreted in different ways of emotional mm-hmm. stories fun stories uh really serious stories or really just short quick uh feuds that that at least pay off some little thing or or are the building bridges to other things so yeah but let us know in the comments or online, uh, do you think that WrestleMania is too big for its own good? Uh, or should we be focusing on making stars again rather than just a big one off spectacle every year? But let us know to finish the episode match recommendation. It is my week. And because of the return of a Cody Rhodes to WWE. You know, the big thing is he's 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 coming back because he wants to get out of the shadow of his father's legacy. He wants to do stuff that his dad didn't get to do Um, because Dusty was one of the best. So my my match recommendation is one of Dusty's best matches. And there's a ton, but one that I was able to find a good uh, version of online, because, again, Dusty wrestled in the late 80s and early 90s, and so not a lot of great video (laughs) was back then. But one of uh, the best quality ones uh, is his match from Starcade 1987, and it's Dusty Rhodes versus Lex Luger in a steel cage for the United States Championship. And there's some there's some stuff that happens in it. I think uh, I think um, uh, Psycho Sid comes out at one point and. Uh, but again, it's this thing of Lex Luger, Dusty Rhodes, great antithesis to each other of, 
you know, the the chiseled American like God versus the hardworking blue collared uh, uh, loved by everybody um, and favorite. Yeah. So it, it's, it's every a great, man. It's a great match. And of course, it's Dusty as prime. And he's just he's just so fun to watch. So go check that out. We'll link to that on our website. So you can go check it out there. But that's going to do it for this episode of Book Events. As always, you can check out anything that we do here on Unknown Error uh, by following us online at UE underscore films, checking out our live streams, our videos. If you've been into WWE 2K22 as much as we have, come check us. Come check out our live streams every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash unknown air films where we're we've been playing 2k22 doing the story mode doing the gm mode it's really fun so come check it out uh you can check myself online on twitter and instagram at you at barton underscore minute you can check out anthony hall at hall and jokes on instagram and twitter and of course you can follow the podcast on twitter at book events pod that's going to do it for this week thank you very much for listening and or watching Have yourself a good one. Go watch some wrestling and we'll check you next time.